it's time once again for the Image Doctors Photography Podcast. I'm Jason O'Dell. And I'm Rick Walker. And as usual, we'll be talking about all kinds of stuff with uh, digital photography, art, and uh, hobbyists, enthusiasts. Don't don't touch your dial. We're going to be here for a while today. No, <laughs> we're going to have some interesting topics. guitars. Yeah, usually. we'll talk about whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we were talking about guitars because... Jeff Beck passed the other day, and that was uh, kind of a shame because yep. there was a very, very obvious Spinal Tap kind of <laughs> kind of vibe there um, that uh, you know we always enjoy. But anyway, um, it always seems that these things pop up when you least expect them. But yeah. today we got a, an interesting. We're gonna we want to talk about um, some stuff that we got from. Uh, one of our listeners sent in some suggestions and he wanted to know about AI because mm-hmm. we've talked about it in certain contexts, but uh, uh, we want to talk a little bit about some, some interesting questions that he had for us. In fact, Rick, why don't you just sort of, I'm just going to paraphrase what, it. What, yeah. what we're going to talk about today. Because this gets into the issue and this is not a new one, really. Um, I can think of examples that, greatly predate AI, but it has to do with the idea, you know, AI is showing up in a lot of ways. We've talked about it, you know, as a portion of software mm-hmm. tools or the way autofocus systems are constructed these days and in, in newer cameras. But this gets into the idea of AI generated um, images. Right. In particular. Like generating photographs from completely from a neural network or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which and, is different. Very different. And and the whole set of questions from him were along the lines of, does this make us less interested in creating our own images, you know, with traditional cameras, software, et cetera? Do we anticipate maybe um, not buying things in the future? And also just kind of a question about continuing efforts when others are making um, perhaps yeah, potentially. somewhat similar images with mm-hmm. phones or AI tools. Um, and if that causes us to rethink things, at least for me, the simple answer would be no, no, no. Not at all. Um, not not yeah. at all. Um, but it gets into some interesting points. Um, some of which have nothing to do with AI. Uh, but we'll, So maybe we'll hit some of those a little bit first and then start talking a little bit more about AI stuff and mm-hmm. our, our thoughts on that. I mean, we see it playing out. Th- this is all under the umbrella of creating images. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's changed over time is the media. The media. You know, mm-hmm. you could scratch an image on a cave wall right and and you know paintings and 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 you know photography and then digit you know film and then and guaranteed there were painters asked in the 19th century do you anticipate stop stopping painting because now people can photograph scenes and be done instantly while you paint away for a while and i think the answer would have been no right and that, this is to me a little bit similar in that it's not just about the final result. It's also about the path 
that you take to get there? And do you enjoy that path? Well, is that yeah, exactly. And 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 then the other thing too is is that all of these mediums, media, whatever mediums, mm -hmm. recording, whatever, they are ways to capture the appearance of something in the world. Um, none of them are even photography. None, none of them are absolute truth, right? A painting has always had room for, for expression of, of creative stuff. Even mm -hmm. if it was much, even the realists, like if you go back in those paintings, you know, sure. if, if you look at the real realists in the, what was the late 1800s, right? You know, where the, those amazing landscape, you know, those wonderful paintings of you know like in the hudson river valley you know i, I forget mm -hmm. who I'm, you know i forget the painter's name because I'm, I'm terrible albert beerstadt yeah those guys yeah i mean yeah. you know let's let's example. let's let's put others. it this way if if you're if you go to your local park and you're painting a picture of the park and there's a pond and there you know there's a piece of trash and a garbage can on this are you going to paint that are you going to include that in your painting I mean, you could, but does a painting, even a realistic painting, does it have to depict reality accurate, accurately? Is the fidelity one-to-one? -one? And it's not. And the same no. can be said about photographs, right? Absolutely. And, you know, with paintings, you know, one of the things I think is very cool about them is they don't necessarily represent an instant in time. They frequently don't. Right. Sometimes one painting can actually represent a long time span and, and something being looked at different ways at different times, different perspectives. Right. It, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. Now, I think, you know, there is a definite question and I know what we would think, but there are, there is the thought that a painting is art and somehow a photograph isn't. Because a photograph, you use the machine to capture something, and mm -hmm. therefore it it's a recording. It's not necessarily artistic. Now, I think you and I both know the value of Does music art. cease being an art when it's recorded? <laughs> well, right. I mean, I'm just saying, like, there are people who think this way, and 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 I'm not one of them, but um, no. You know, there there is that I think idea. Jeff Beck would probably have issues being told yeah. his amplifier, the use of it made it no longer music. Right. So I mean, the tools that you have. Now, obviously there is a difference between, you know, snapping a picture with your iPhone or your camera and not doing anything to it, and then doing creative things like we talk about post processing and you know a putting your own personal stamp on the image but i mean i mean just like you wouldn't paint the garbage can people photoshop things out all the time people were doing this or even in a dark room right i mean uh, you know the reality of and we've talked about the reality of many famous prints is that they were they were dodged and burned and adjusted in the dark room to create the final print that was nothing like what was on the negative or at least yeah. you know in terms of the tonal relationships right so so i mean photography will to me will always be about the enjoyment the process the techniques and what i can capture mhm mm
Now let's talk about what this AI stuff is, which is interesting. It's because it's kind of fun. You can go, I've tried some of these things online and, you know, they have them in art styles and, you mm -hmm. know, and I haven't come across too many of the photographic ones yet, but I haven't looked too hard either. You go into this thing and you type in a phrase, you say, I want a, a, a landscape with clouds and a sunset <laughs> and you type it all in and, and it goes through and it looks through its database of whatever it's been programmed to have as images and, and it spits something out. And that's interesting. I think it's actually pretty cool when it does it. Cause it's, it, cause to me, it's like, wow, a machine was able to generate something. Right. What about you? The, I think it is interesting and I could admire some of the technology and the, the work that it took to, to create it. But for me, you know, and, and we've kind of hinted at this times in the past, I don't, you know, it, it, I can remember seeing or hearing people's comments about, well, as a photographer, I don't get any enjoyment unless I show what I've done to someone else. So it's like, really? I get most of my enjoyment along the way. Yeah. You know, going somewhere, creating it, having those experiences, sorting out what I want to do with the images, what kind of treatment. Is it a black and white? Is it a color? And then just all the creative things that you do along the way. And if someone else sees it, great. If they like it, that's nice. But that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because of all that stuff that leads mm -hmm. up to that point. And I mean, I like it when enjoyable. people appreciate my photos, when I can share them and people, sure. I mean, it feels good. It's nice, but I don't take pictures for the sole intent of having people say nice capture. Wow. You must be awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, they can say that all they want, but that's not why I take pictures. And I know that's not why you take photographs no. it kind of goes back to when we were talking about contests a couple of weeks ago you know mm -hmm. very much you know so. this idea that if you take photographs for the sole purpose of entering contests because you need that it's a different type of wiring i'm not wired that way um right. uh, you know and i'm not saying it's wrong to enter photo contest because it's not it's um but if the if the only thing you're looking for is for people to comment on the finished result. Does it matter if you took the photo of the bald eagle or if it was computer generated image of the bald eagle? I suppose you could ask that question. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, <laughs> at least, I would be more satisfied from the enjoyment that I got from being able to go somewhere and be able to photograph that animal that eagle that elk whatever it might have been because that's not easy it takes a level of skill it takes luck it takes timing and what you're capturing is actual behaviors of that particular animal you know at that moment in time you are mm -hmm. snap you are capturing a a specific moment of time and place as it was at that time. And even if I dodge and burn things, it still doesn't change the fact that, you know, the egret with its wing spread was something I actually saw and I had to have a camera there yeah. to, to capture it. At least that's yeah. what I'm going with. I mean, so, you know, to me, there's a little bit of self-reflection that's good to do on this. And you know, it's along the lines of what really does give you 
joy mm-hmm. or happiness with photography and, and sorting that out. And if the way that someone is wired is it really is on that very final step solely, you know, of showing others and perhaps competing with each other's with, with others, then you can probably anticipate some problems down the road. Things will probably worsen. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. boy, I would sure think about the other aspects of it and how much enjoyment getting out of those. Cause to me that, that, that's just an overwhelming thing and it's not necessarily going to be the same with other people, but hopefully there is enjoyment of all those other aspects of it. Yeah. And, and there are lots of them. I mean, technology is a wonderful thing. Being out there in the world, special places, special times, social stuff with other people. Um, there are just so many things that to me enrich photography and, and why I'm attracted to it. Well, we've been doing this for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. And we've been taking photos forever, but I mean, even just digital. And I go back into my, you know, when I open up my Lightroom catalog, I've got images going back, digital ones mostly. They go back to 2005, which is when I started with a, a digital camera. I have slides and things from before that I can go back and look at from, you know, late 90s and, you know, and, and earlier. But when I look at one of my photos, I remember where I was at that moment when I took that. I immediately remember how cold my hands were sitting up there freezing my butt off in Bear Lake. Yeah. <laughs> to get to get those sunrise photos and i would get absolutely no satisfaction of telling a computer i want a sunrise picture with bear lake and hallett peak with clouds and reflection and stones and you know and and have the computer do that for me it might turn into a pr- pretty image i'm not saying like mm-hmm. let's just imagine it could it could generate something that mm-hmm. good and maybe there will be that time right i mean technology mm-hmm. gets better all the sure. time but but where is the enjoyment there there's no enjoyment and and I don't think that that if you're in a if you're in a camera club or a photography group, I, I mean, the first thing I would say if there was a competition, the whole point would be to be submitting photographs captured with a camera, not something you know. So where does it now? I think you we were talking about this the other day. There may be some things in certain aspects of photography that get. Uh, eliminated by AI generated images, right? Yeah. You know, there's I mean, things that stock could commercial horrible, right? I could see this only making it worse because you could potentially generate images that would be perfectly acceptable for someone looking for clip art and stuff like that. Or ad. Yeah. I need a, Photo of a toaster in a kitchen window with sun coming through the window with yellow countertops, you know, and and it might actually deliver something that you could use for your marketing material or your, you know, just some, because you need just some art. So if you were a photographer trying to sell stock photography that was similar to that, you'd probably run into a lot of trouble and probably get out of that if if you haven't already, because it's not a a a booming business in general. Um, so I think stuff like that certainly could be impacted. I think there, I think AI will impact other art forms perhaps more. Mm-hmm. I, I think, um, at least on the commercial market, if you think about things like Muzak 
and mm-hmm. you know, playing in elevators. Right, right. Well, it's like commoditizing that. things, right? Mm-hmm. That's a perfect candidate for AI-generated music, probably, because people don't really listen to it closely. It's just barely perceptible. It doesn't have to be great. usually isn't. It's just, just a number of things. It would be kind of sad for musicians to have that kind of work go away because it does pay some of their salaries without a doubt. Um, so I don't want to see it, but I think it probably will happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already happening. If you look at what can be done with automatic lyric generation and 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 just the creation of melodies and structures and stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, that kind of AI I'm not super fond of. Um, I think there are benefits to other aspects of AI. You know, we've talked a little bit about mm-hmm. some of the ways that we see it helping traditional photography. So it's, it's not always an evil thing. Sometimes it can be quite good still in its infancy in many ways when it's a tool that can detect things better than your eye can or run Mm -hmm. out like like the noise reduction stuff we've talked about and to some extent the sharpening stuff we've talked about that can be really useful where where i kind of and again i'm going to just say this as someone who's not doing high throughput uh not stock but you know just like think about real estate photography or something where it's, you know, I need the image to look good enough for, to put on the website. You know, I treat each of my photos, even if I only process them for a short time, I'm, I still treat each one individually. Okay. That's how I'm wired to, mm-hmm. to do this. Right. But there's AI processing tools out there that sort of tout themselves as being, you know, you click a button and your image is processed. And frankly, that turns me off. That that is a big yeah, turnoff. I've played to me. with several of them, including you know recent ones, and it's like, Ugh. for one, I I really don't care what they do, care for what they do. They it's usually horribly overdone and kind of crazed. But you know they're going to mature, right? And and you know there's value, and heck, even even when I'm with clients, when I'm with clients who are maybe not you know super high end and they're just putting things we're doing a travel workshop we're doing lightroom mm-hmm. you know maybe on the ipad or just whatever for the first time and you're just bringing things in i'll tell them hey hit the auto pro you know auto adjust and mm-hmm. just see what happens sure and sometimes it gives you a, a starting point sometimes it makes your image a lot better sometimes it overcooks them but but at least it's there and see ai and those kinds of uh, you know and, and there's going to be ai and that kind of stuff and there's nothing wrong with that but I like the satisfaction of knowing that I have adjusted the image to what my vision was creatively. It's valuing the path Mm -hmm. to that final result as opposed to solely what the final result is. Well, if I look at the picture and I say, I want to emphasize this particular object, I'm going to do the necessary adjustments to emphasize Mm-hmm. That, the computer does not necessarily know that this rock is more important than that one, you know, or whatever. Um, on the other hand, when it can find a sky for me to say, select the sky and let me mess with it. I love that. Yeah. So that kind of stuff I think is wonderful because it makes my job easier. It becomes a tool that helps me with my, my I, I never got personal satisfaction out of making really great sky selections for example that was just tedious 
exactly. If I was doing, you it. needed to select the sky because you wanted to make adjustments to it. So anything that makes the selection process easier, I'm all in. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's some of the stuff we've been to seeing. To me, that's not impacting creativity or anything like that. Right. It's actually enhancing it because it allows me to spend more time on the creative mm-hmm. aspects of it as opposed to the mechanical aspects. Absolutely, and I think that's that's something yeah. to be said. So you know, it's it's a good it's a good topic. Now, hey, five or ten years from now, we may revisit this and wonder what we're doing. But I don't I don't see a world where quote unquote photographers. And the love of photography is replaced by machine learning because you need an image. I, I don't have images in my computer because I needed pictures of Great Smoky Mountains. Right. I have pictures of the Smokies because I went there and I wanted to photograph them. <laughs> exactly. And it was the experience. And I think maybe that's the message here. Yeah. So anyhow, I mean, I, 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 I'm not going to stop buying camera gear. Uh, I don't see, well, I mean, I might, if there's nothing that I want or need, but you know, it's a different thing. It's a different thing, but it's not gonna, this does not, I don't view AI as an existential threat to my own work as a photographer. No. And I don't think our listeners should either. If you view this as a threat to what you're doing, you might want to reconsider what it is that you're doing. Well, just pause and, and think yeah, about just think about it. there aren't other aspects of it that don't give you joy. It, this is all about bringing joy, right? I mean, this mm-hmm. is it, and it should it should bring you joy. So yeah. I, I think that that's that's it. That's why uh-huh. we do it. Yeah, and hopefully that's why you know you're listening to this podcast because you like photography and you you like the yeah. experience. Um, it's a very experiential process. I think. Okay. It's whatever. Okay. Anyway, but um, right. did I run out of topics for today? I think that was a good one, though. And I, we do appreciate um, the, all the topic suggestions. Absolutely. So thank you so much for for getting in touch with us. And for those of you who want to suggest your own topics for us to tackle, uh, the best way is to drop, drop us a note, a message over at the uh, Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash image doctors. You can reach us that way. And that's the best thing to do um and we'd love to get more suggestions um did i miss anything leave anything out rick um are we did we run out of time i think so i think so i think we're good all right well there's some more things that we have um coming up and we hope everyone is uh, safe if you're in california please stay dry <laughs> boy it's just been wet out there um uh, we'll get through this whole thing but until next time happy shooting all right bye-bye